Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. What a great job, really, by our team. I thought our guys were ready to go. Defense was outstanding from the jump. Devon made his presence felt right away, um, making a couple sacks. I thought David Long's touchdown to be able to put us up 21-0 was, was huge for us. Special teams was great. I thought we were able to sustain possession, being able to get both Sony and Cam going in the run game. thought Odell made his plays early. Matthew made great decisions. That was exactly what we wanted to be able to do. Congratulations. To, you know, a lot of respect for the Cardinals. They had a good year. Um, but, um, you know, our guys were ready to go, and now we got to get ready for the Bucks on a short week. So we're very pleased with it, but uh, now it's time to move on. That is Sean McVay. Can we find a Sean McVay around here? Mm. I like McVay. Yeah, I think he's great. I, I appreciate the energy that he brings. I do too. But but not like in a goofy way. No. Like no. for the NFL. Like I, I think sometimes like you can bring energetic guys, can feel like college guys. Sure. Right? And in the NFL, they, they see that as kind of like, okay, settle down, dude. Gruden. They're not. Yeah, but I think not Gruden, gonna, I think Gruden had enough. Not gonna have to hear me, or whatever. Clap if you hear me. Yeah, I think Gruden has a little pissiness to him though that offsets it. A little, or a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so call him Chucky, man. So I mean, I think he's got that. That kind of offsets that goofy okay. side. I got you. But I don't know about McVeigh. McVeigh looks like he can be stern sometimes, but I'm not sure. I've seen it a lot. They've been pretty successful, so I'm I'm sure he can get after the guys. But so again, he's always been a young guy in a locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the way he treats them, the, he's the ultimate example of relationship to player, to, to today's player. Yep. Right? Absolutely. I was very interested to see what he would do yesterday with Aaron Donald when he got the penalty. When he's choking people? Yeah. And he <laughs> took him out of the game. Yeah. But, like, you're taking the best player in football out of the game. But, like, I, thought, I mean, but you were not. Me. Well, no, I understand. The game was on the line. I want to see what happens then. I understand. Yeah. But, but I thought, like, I bet Aaron Donald would be like, yeah, I, I had to settle down, right? Or he, he was taking him out. Not for punishment I didn't see, but to, to settle down because for whatever reason, he was riled up. No. Right? Well, speaking of riled up, what did you think of the whole Cam Makers thing with Buda Baker? Did you see it? Yeah. I I didn't have... I, I know that I knew that was going to be in hindsight something... You're talking about when he put his hand... When he ran him over, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, put his hand and supposedly, you know, they slowed it down and he said something when they cut the commercial... But then he was sympathetic after. And then he was very sympathetic, I think, because in part because I think he knew he had done that and didn't realize what was going on at the time. Yeah. I. This is what I call self-righteous social media time. Okay. I think in the moment, you have no idea. Like, you just ran the guy over. You have no idea, like, he's about to get stretchered off. Sure. And in this world, in in, in that game, bravado means everything. And when you dunk on somebody, you let them know you dunk on somebody. You know, so I, I don't know how he was supposed to compute all that mm-hmm. in real time. And and I think I I sympathize a little bit with the fact that, okay, I know that was there's a lot going on and we're trying to judge him on a one and a half second clip. Okay. But if you're the NFL and that hit just went on and Ken Makers did that, then why don't you find that dude? I don't I'm sorry, don't find him, but why don't you throw a flag then for taunting? Uh, you could have done. I think it was very. I low. feel like you should have. Yeah, but I didn't see it in real time. Did you? Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, you saw him do like because it was a very like. He, he did something like this, right? He put his hand gesturing toward so, the ground, yeah, like I mean, stay so, down type so of thing. So he runs him over. It's apparent then that Buda Baker is not okay. 
Cam Akers goes back over him and kind of like waves at him. Yeah. And Baker's still down. I'm like, oh, that's taunting. Where's the flag? It never happened. Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to tell you what I saw in real time. Like, I saw him go down and pretty yeah. quick, and I maybe my eyes just didn't go to Acres in real time. Okay. But I didn't see it until, like, the second or third inter- um, replay. Okay. And went, and then I was like, okay. You know, so that's why I, I just – I wonder if everybody's attention went to Baker other than Acres, okay. even officials. Yeah. You know, because there was a lot of concern. Yeah. And Acres obviously didn't realize what was going on. Like, I don't think it was malicious. I thought it was just, like, everyday schoolyard, you know – I dunked on you, and I'm going to tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, but, stuff. I mean, you've seen penalties I, for worse. By though. the way, oh, you know, yeah, I, I can yeah. see if the officials saw that, I, I would say, yes, you should get taught to give, right? Sure. Uh, instead, they got a holding penalty yeah. on it. <laughs> Not for sure. <laughs> but at the end of the day, hey, that Achilles is looking extra uh, limber, looking good. I don't, I, I need more information about that. I'm telling that. you, man, how many times i got to say this, Brent? The, the, they're making strides. And Achilles was like, can you give me another example? I gave you two. I gave you Kevin Durant, and I gave you that Olympian, that Russian Olympian that came three months. But Durant um, was along. Not the second time. I feel like no. Or maybe maybe it was. I think. But then I think. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Durant was along. Well, he got hurt in Golden State, but then then he got hurt again. Or not? Am I? I don't know. I thought no. I thought he got hurt. I thought he got hurt in Golden State, got traded away, blah, blah, you know, and then had to sit out the year and came. They extended his stay. Yeah. Like his first year of the Nets, he sat out. Correct. But he got hurt in Golden State in the playoffs. I thought he got hurt again. Maybe not then. Yeah. But, but then the. But you um, said the, uh, what was it, the track? Oh, no, he's a little gymnast. Gymnast, okay. Three months after rupturing his Achilles, he won a gold medal. Yeah. And again. Um, maybe you're right. Yeah, I mean, alien. Maybe you're right. I, I felt like I think Dalian. When we had this conversation, I thought that was like, hey, I didn't go to the Olympics or I can't, right? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and wait for four years. Yeah. I think James Robinson's situation is thinking, what's best for my career long term? Sure. You know, so that's why I wonder. Uh, I mean, but three hey, months, But though, it could man. be a great sign for a guy like James. Yeah. That even if it's nine months. Yeah. That he can get back and play. Yeah, the only reason why I brought that, because there was some thread going on on Twitter where people were talking about, this was a while ago, but they're talking about can Cam Akers actually come back in time for the playoffs and, you know, actually, you know, be productive. And I forget who this guy was, but he was going off on a tangent saying how, for whatever reason, like the, the treatment and just the rehab of an Achilles injury, it, it's, it's farther along than a lot of injuries and, and players can come back a lot sooner. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, Akers showed that. You know? He did. He has. I mean, yeah. I, I did not expect that to be the case. So, hey, uh, the big story right now in the last five minutes, uh, Tom Pelissero from NFL Network saying Matt Eberflus, ja- uh, the uh, Colts defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. is getting a second interview with the Jaguars on Thursday. So, one thing confirmed, there are going to be some second interviews, which uh, we anticipated, and I think we discussed a little bit, that that could be the case this week. Mm-hmm. Matt Eberflus, the final interview of the nine that took place over a two-week stretch, this happened on Saturday, is coming back for a second interview. I'll be honest with you, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it really coming either. Um, you know, like, I think with guys in the playoffs, that's you can't really make that happen with a second interview. So, like, I, I get, like, you know, Leftwich not being able to do it, um, other guys. I was expecting Peterson, though, or I guess Caldwell before Everflus. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, wasn't is, I, I don't know, man. Is it smokescreen or what? What are we talking about? Well, and so here's where your mind goes. Why, why are we saying this? 
Uh, by the way, I've, I've done some work on Eberflus in the past, and, and when this name came up, and I'm like, okay, why? He's in an interesting background because mm. he's a big culture guy if you read off on him. Now, listen, I think a lot of football coaches say they're big culture guys. Let me preface it with that. But man, Urban Meyer said he was a big culture guy. Sure. Right? So uh, he, here, here's what the feather in his cap is. You had a you had a Indianapolis defense, which has really been pretty porous over time. Mm-hmm. And when he got there in like 18... It started to turn, and what it's been since is better and better, and now a turnover machine. I mean, they were they were good this year on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. They got some good players too, so they've identified some really good talent, uh, including like I think Kenny Moore's an undrafted guy, and uh, obviously they get a guy like Darius Leonard who's terrific. So I, that part's interesting. I think the most fascinating part about Everflus is that he got hired under Josh McDaniels to be the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Well, then McDaniels leaves the Colts at the altar. They hire Reich, and Reich and Eberflus don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And it was Ballard, I think, the GM, who basically said, hey, I think you're going to like this guy. I think we should keep him. He vouched for him. And that's what I read up on, on Eberflus. So I think that's an interesting story. I think the Colts organization continues to be one that people look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, mixed reviews out there of if we're over, they're overplaying that uh, part of it, other teams especially, too, because... Well, they did miss the playoffs again. They haven't won big. Uh, but they seem like they have a good culture, and they seem like they've identified pretty good talent. They had seven pro bowlers. And, again, I think Eberflus has made the defense go. Now, why are we all like, what the hell? Um, I think the biggest one for me, man, is there are better options out there, it looks like. Thank you. Uh, and then the next biggest one for me is I I don't love the defensive guy right here if i'm being completely honest mm-hmm. i understand some of the great coaches have been defensive guys and then you go get the offensive coordinator but one thing that this franchise has done a terrific terrible job of i believe is building the staff the right way mm-hmm. and so now you're going to go make sure you hit a home run higher on an offensive coordinator level instead of hiring a coach who's an offensive coach and already knows how to train the quarterback and to make the best out of the quarterback i don't know if i like that from a theoretical standpoint yeah um i don't think it's really a smoke screen because w- what's the point nah, they're not you know? wasting time. So Listen, shot's a busy guy i, I can't know. believe he's smoke screening people yeah you know? so you're not smoke screening like people them. yeah i get that and, and maybe the interview went outstanding yeah Everflus has you know built up the colts defense i get that but like isn't it a little concerning once again these are just guys that are you know are not coaching the playoffs right now but is it a little concerning that maybe you didn't go for Doug Peterson first? You didn't go for Jim Caldwell first? Well, that's the only one out there right now, which means sure. Everflus agent or Pelissero or somebody in the Indianapolis organization told him. Yeah. Um, and so this is the one out there. Maybe we're about to find out in the next couple of hours that there might be more out there. And yep. then you could have Peterson and, um, you know, Leftwich and others as part of this, this next phase. Yeah. So I don't know because I don't know what their order is. You know, today's Tuesday. They're going to interview Everflus, according to this report, on Thursday. Um, so, I mean, that's, but that's quick. So that's pretty quick. So he's probably the first one, right, of the second interview. So that says something. Yeah. Like, oh, unless Peterson or Caldwell's tomorrow, that probably says a little something. Yeah, I feel like him. All right. I mean, is it feasible that they – I, I got to believe they'll bring back maybe three? Again, I, I'm big on the process of this. I, I try to – I try to pinpoint what they're trying to do through the process and then add up. If they interviewed eight, nine guys, I think you're going to eventually dwindle it down to three. 
uh, and and make a decision from there. And so Leftwich could be in play. I think there's a lot of people that believe that. I, I'm but one of them. But he's in the play. But you can't interview with him. Well, that's what oh, I'm saying. So he's after. one of the guys. Okay, so right? it's two. So then Eberflus. So then and so then you got guy. one other guy. I mean, so maybe it is Peterson, or maybe it is Caldwell, or maybe it's not. And then we'd be scratching our heads, but maybe it's not. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's. I, I mean, for sure. I think it's going to be very telling in the next couple of days if you don't hear a name like Caldwell or Peterson, because then it's. You know, they obviously are going in a definitely a different direction. It's just. I don't know. It's wild to hear how, you know, three or four weeks ago we're talking about how it's got to be Doug Peterson or Jim Caldwell. Those are two best candidates. And now they might not even be in the final running. Yeah. Um, That's the well, NFL. Well, it's a little bit of that, right? I think we got to be a little. I, I try to warn myself against. the. Re- Listen, I'm the biggest one of all. Uh, so I've been saying this for weeks and I'm not going to back off it. I thought this was an easy process. From the outside looking in, mm-hmm. now, and, I, and I always say this, we don't get a chance to sit in the room with these guys. From the, from the resume, from where this organization is at right now, from what I think it needs going forward, I think Caldwell was my first. He's available. He's been through it. He's a good man. I think he can settle it down. He knows how to win. Mm-hmm. Peterson, you got a guy with a Lombardi out there not coaching. That's a damn good resume. He's bringing the ring. He's bringing the... Uh, the Lombardi, mm-hmm. and he's saying, I made Carson w- help Carson Wentz play his best football ever. I helped Nick Foles play his best football ever. I can help Trevor Lawrence play his best football ever. That says a lot to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that says a lot. So, And he's done it before, and you know you're going to win a little bit, and he can settle it down. Do you think John Filippo being here didn't help things with Doug Peterson? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, know. like, he was, yeah, he was a, a name from the past a little but bit. But he was a Doug Peterson guy. He was. I don't know if, like, maybe Shaw didn't like that. I don't know. So, so I'm with you, Austin, is what I'm saying here. It's like, I thought it was pretty simple. I mean, you got those two guys, and then uh, I wanted a second go-around guy. I thought that's what's good for this organization right now. So if you go back and listen to the shows for the last two, three weeks, that's what we've been discussing. That's what I've been saying. Now, I will say the best of the first-time guys, in my estimation, is Byron Leftwich. Offensive guy. I like the organizations he's been in. Mm-hmm. I think he'll do well for the culture. I think he'll do well for Trevor. There's a lot of boxes to check. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so And he's really grown on me after I did even more and more homework on left, which not just, hey, he was picked by the Jags in the, in the first round back in 03. And it didn't work. And so now Everflus, I looked him up. I, I did some work on him. I was like, okay, I get it. But I, the defensive guy doesn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I don't want to play too much off the one game in Jacksonville, but I feel like, like what else can the Jags do here to say, Hey, fans, we don't really care what you think, and we want to get you riled up. Keep bulky. Don't fire him. Don't make a statement about him. Don't say anything about him. Bring Bill O'Brien in for an interview. Mm-hmm. And now the team that you just kicked their ass on the last week of the year to keep them out of the playoffs, that's the guy who's going to be the first finalist around here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what, I know they don't do this with Jack, everybody's emotions in mind, mm-hmm. but it's like, what else can you do to my, kind of play with them a little bit more, right? <laughs> it's rough, man. It's, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, is it optically, is it the best? Probably not. Now, will, will there be new emojis in Twitter profiles after this? Probably not. But you aren't helping yourselves. Um, you're not giving us hope. Well, and, and I guess my no, overriding factor of that is just because we hear names and we think we have what is in our mind, all this stuff. I think there's a lot of people in Philadelphia, I'll give you an example, that had no clue Nick Suriani might be the guy. 
right? They're throwing all these other names out there too last year. Yeah. And Nick Suriani's name's not on the top of the list. Like Arthur Smith's name's probably on the top of the list. And and name whoever else got you know, was a coach last year is on the top of the list. And they get Nick Suriani and he does the best job of any coach. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's just more to it. Uh, the fact that we can't be in the room and see the philosophical approach and who else they would bring. And, uh, again, I'll continue to pinpoint, I think the staff is going to be huge here for whoever comes to Jacksonville. But it's also a red flag for me on a defensive guy because now you really, you don't have to just hit a home run on the head coach, but now you really better hit a home run on the OC. Mm -hmm. If I'm an offensive guy coming in here, I don't need to necessarily hit a home run on the OC. I can handle that too. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the most important thing right here is, yeah, get it right in Jacksonville. Clean up the building, get it right, but also make the best uh, that you, Trevor Lawrence, you can. And so I think you're now adding two really good decisions instead of one really good decision to the mix. Uh, And let's be honest, this organization has to make a lot of good good decisions, uh, and they haven't as of late, so there's not a lot of confidence uh, they will. Let's get Captain Rick on real quick for the Sportsman Fishing Report. Uh, Captain Rick, you were not lying about that nor'easter. Holy cow, man. Oh, boy. Man, I tell you what, they uh, they seem to get stronger every year I get older. I don't know, Brent, but that one was a booger, but it has finally died out. In fact, I talked with Captain Robert Johnson. His boat actually made today, said it was every bit of six feet, seven feet out at the ledge, still holding on from that northeasters. The tuna bit a little bit. They had a big wahoo. Uh, pretty good round of fish, then came in short of bottom fish and did much better. Now, tomorrow's going to be calm all over, and I think there's going to be a bunch of guys wahoo fishing tomorrow, and there has been some really good catches. Saturday, I heard catches of seven and eight wahoo per boat, and uh, just a little word to the wise, most of the fish seem to be coming from about 70, 80 miles northeast of here, uh, up closer into the Georgia waters, so put that in your pipe and smoke it for uh, whatever your plan is for tomorrow. Now, uh, I think the tuna will bite uh, right around the 30-20 line, which is due east of here, and I'm pretty sure the sea, bite, sea bass are going to bite a little bit closer to shore. In shore today, the red fishing was fair. It wasn't exciting, but it was certainly acceptable, and there are a few small flounder with them. We'll be back with another report tomorrow from Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscapers. They're paying top dollars for top landscapers. Thanks, Captain Rick. Look forward to it tomorrow, man. Uh, that is Captain Thanks, Rick from uh, Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. Each and every day, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Man, I haven't, I haven't heard of put that in your pipe and smoke it in a good 15 years, man. Or a booger. Or a booger, yeah. Put, on, McFarland. put, put on all the, the greatest hits today. I like it. All right, let's go a little bit more on... Eberflus, who I don't even know if I'm Eberflus, or I don't even know if I'm saying yeah, his name. Yeah, I'll right. pronounce his name the entire year, man. So let's interview him and then come on. Yeah, let's move Eber, on. Eberflus? Eberflus, Eberflus, yeah, Eberflus. Come on. Uh, if you give me the why, I'll give, you, I'll give you one reason why they're interested in him. Okay. Outside of, like, maybe the interview went well and blah, blah, blah. If you, if you say culture, I'm going to lose it. No, I'm not going to say culture. Okay. Um... 33 forced turnovers, second in the league. Okay. So Shad, you know, is basically saying, listen, this guy, and I don't know their numbers right in front of me over the last few years, mm-hmm. but he basically turned around their defense and turned them into a ball-hawking defense, and turnovers are the biggest impact on wins and losses. Okay. So Shad obviously knows that, right? He's been around the league long enough to know he's, if this guy can help us get turnovers and turnovers and turnovers. I would think that's not tops of the resume of Everflus, right? Is 33 turnovers. Look what our defense does. 
This is what we do. This is how we make our money. This is how we impact games. I, I, I would think that's what he's coming to the table with, amongst other things. And that would be maybe why, if you want me to answer the why, what stands out about this guy, I would say turnovers because this organization has been awful at getting turnovers. I mean, if that's the case, though, then and if you're Shad Khan, it kind of interests you in a nice used Lovey Smith from Houston. In terms uh, of turnovers. Yeah, they got a lot too, right? Correct. Yeah. I think so. Well, I, I didn't necessarily say they were going to take the top five guys. I think there are other characteristics. I'm, no, I'm I, just I saying what's you. the standout characteristic. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, they did request Dan Quinn, who also had 34 turnovers to lead the league sure. in Dallas. Yeah. Now, <laughs> listen, I think I get more turnovers. In Houston. I get more turnovers with Dallas and Indy's defense than I can with Jacksonville's defense, too, probably. Of course. <laughs> but that, that's what I'm saying, Lovey Smith, because who's on yeah. the defense of the Houston Texans? And go. Yeah. Go um, on, give me some names. You have the roster up? or No, I don't. I don't know anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I was going to say Vernon Hargraves. I don't know if he's still on the team. Merciless, right? Still there? No, nah, he went up uh, to oh, Green Bay. I, think. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. All right, um, good. This is no, productive. I, I my point. Jonathan Grenard. Sounds, trust me. So, Source, like trust me, bro. Sounds like a... <laughs> he was a gator. I'd bring Lovey oh. Smith in just for the beard. I know, man. That nice salt and pepper man you got going on By there. The way, there's a little Illinois in there, too, so maybe he knew too much about Lovey from the Illinois days. Ooh, that's a good call. Kind about that. All right, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. The latest is Eberflus is getting a second interview. That's a report from NFL Network. A little bit surprising, if we're being honest. Who else could be on that short list of second interviews? And that does line up to mean the Jaguars are getting closer and closer to making a decision. But it doesn't look like it's imminent. That's for sure. Don't change your tea time just yet. We'll be back on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Disappointment manifests itself in a lot of different ways for different people. For a lot of folks in AT&T Stadium, or for, I should say, not a lot, for some at AT&T Stadium by the tunnel started throwing things at the refs. What are your thoughts about that? That's just unfortunate. I mean, that's not uh, the way uh, I see our fans. I think we're, we're a class act, and uh, I just think there's no place for things like that. Uh, I understand people being frustrated, but I don't understand, uh, you know, throwing things uh, onto the field where people could get injured. Uh, there's just no place for that. All right, I'm guessing. <laughs> you don't know how to say it? No. I have a pretty idea who that is. Oh. Joe Jones. No. No? It is not Jerry Jones. Stephen Jones. It is Stephen Jones. Yeah! I don't know. Who's, who's Stephen Jones? Yeah! The guy that's running the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's like Jerry Jones' son? Yeah. Yeah, I would never would have got that. You, you, you can have that one. He thought he was on fire. He's ready to go. You can have that one, dude. Won the debate earlier, and now this. Why is it hey, not? Did you check Twitter to see who won the debate? <laughs> it depends. See, my mentions, they say yes. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of it going both ways. That was a. By the way, that's going to be on uh, Action Sports Jack's primetime this weekend. I texted Stuart Weber. <laughs> What's that? Oh, the, the debate? Your little argument, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Weber said, if there's ever any good segments, let me know. I texted him about halfway through. I said, you should tune in and see if you want something like this for the television. Now we're talking. Yeah, you can go back. And, uh, we got a little muddy at times, but you can go back and listen. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. <laughs> I put him, uh, Austin in a chokehold in the commercial break, just to let you know. Ooh. But by the way, before Someone we get... sounds like he's been in a chokehold all day. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Before I we have, get... actually. Yeah. yeah. Before we get back to Jag stuff, why is Dak saying that it was cool to throw stuff at the fans not being a bigger story? Yeah, I, I think, think he was that, kidding. Nah, I'm he telling left. you, man. I, I, I went back and watched the press conference. 
Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Okay. I, I watched yeah, the whole, he, I watched he, whole clip. He, he had like the smirk on his face. I think he After, was kidding. Yeah. Is it not I, a horrible look? From Dak? Yeah. When the owner of the team is saying we can't do that, but your quarterback's saying we can? I thought it was a bad look. Here's the reason, Casey, I think, is that everybody got so wrapped up in the ending of that game mm. that that was buried below. Like, there was a little bit of, hey, the fan stuff. Mm. But because it's the playoffs and, and that play was so – had so much to discuss that that – and then the rest of the Cowboys' demise and everything else, I think – I think then the fan stuff went way down. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised. Keep an eye on this. That some of the national shows like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday start getting to it now that they've used up a lot of sure. their content. Yeah, they might. Uh, and they yeah. have now this to juxtapose because I don't know when Stephen Jones talked. might have been yesterday. Today. Uh, or today. And so now they have this to kind of go back and create a little bit more on Dallas and Dak. Yeah. Um, because that's the one thing about Dallas, right? It's not Dallas is never a one-day story. Dallas is a story regardless if they're in or not. They'll still be talking about the Cowboys on Friday, yeah. you know, across the country. So, I don't know. That's my guess. Um, we'll see if it happens like that. Yeah. But I agree. I, I, I tweeted right away. I thought that was bad. I like Dak. And I just thought that was a bad look. Like, that's – that one – he didn't – to me, he didn't – I saw the smirk after a couple seconds. Yeah. He didn't laugh that's enough on that. Good, because you know what? Because he's a stand-up comic. You, you know he, why he, he had comedic timing. Like, I think he smirked because the reporters were all laughing. Like, okay. that's – I think that was his reaction to that. I, I think – Listen, I don't it think... Da- it's dangerous to do that. In, I, you're in a I, powerful position on your platform. Oh, come on. Like, he wasn't serious, Brent. I don't know, man. So you, you think Dak Prescott's telling Cowboys fans to throw trash at that thing about no, the referees? No, I don't think what so. What if Trevor Lawrence did it? How would you feel? I would have laughed. Give him a new endorsement. I would have loved it. No way. Subway should give him... What? I don't oh. believe that. Like, listen, I think if it's a bigger deal, it would have come to light more. Like, I, I get it. There's, like, you know, other stuff to talk about, but, like... We were so infatuated with Marshawn Lynch, and they were in the Super Bowl, but we're still talking about, you know, I'm sorry, here I will, so I won't get fined. Like, if, if it's truly a big deal, like, the media and us will make it a big deal. I don't think it was that big of a deal. I'm trying to make it a big deal. All man. right, let's make it a big deal. Dak Prescott threatening refs with garbage from fans. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, I, again, I, I'm just going to, I don't like to get carried away with stuff. I don't, I don't think he meant, I think if, I just think if he had to do it over again, he wouldn't have said it in that way. I think he was frustrated. Because, to be honest with you, Austin, I just thought, like, he he sat, he was basically, he misunderstood the question to begin with. Yeah. And so he's basically kind of berating the fans in a very nice way mm-hmm. for throwing it at players. Like, if you're going to be a fan, if you're going to be a fan. But then he was like, ah, sure, it's okay to throw it at the rest, though. I, don't, I just think it was a little out of touch. I, I um, It's probably better it's not a big story. Yeah. But I can't imagine the NFL like that. Well, if Casey much. has his way, it's going to be a big story. So let's keep on. I talked about that. it for 12 straight minutes. Action Sports Jack's overtime yesterday. Let's put it. Did you really? Yes. Yeah, so you think he was in the wrong, obviously? Yeah. Yeah. You what can't do Middleton that if you think. He agreed. Oh. We agreed on that. We really yelled at each other about kind of like what you guys were doing about Mike Mayock. And yeah. Why, like if they should have fired him. I heard that. It was good. Action Sports Jack's overtime. What do you think? Should have fired him or not, Casey? Yes, I think yeah, should. Yeah, I think so too. They have no talent. They literally have Derek Carr. Yep, there you go. I think they should no, make so. TV better anyway and bring him back because I think he is pretty good on TV. Brian's oh, Brian did say that. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, the Pro Football Hall of Fame vote is done. What huh. does your gut say? With Tony Basali? Yes. Is this the year? Uh, this is something we ask every year. Yeah. Who was he in competition with the offensive line? Uh, who was Nobody it? really, right? Yeah, it's one. Um, Willie. Willie Anderson, right? Willie Anderson, yes. Um. I like Tony's chances. 
If you're telling me, though, do you want to wait till like, after the whole COVID thing, right? Because they're doing it, like, via Zoom and stuff this year again? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, uh, I'm well, kind of homed about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. We're not going to the Super Bowl solely because of the way they're doing the Pro Football Hall of Fame vote. There it is. Um, and they're, do- they're going to present it on, on, at the honors yeah, on Thursday yeah. night because they do that honors show. And so that's when they're going to tell everybody. So the votes are in. Like, it's sealed. Like, mm-hmm. people know now if Tony Baselli's in, like the people that do the vote. Mm-hmm. And they know who they are. I think at some point they announced the 10 finalists. Okay. Has that already happened? No, no, no. They had 15. They had 15. Right? And so I think, they'll, I think we'll know the 10 at some point. Um, and then, uh, I should know this process has been covering it for so dang long now. Uh, but... Uh, it's that Thursday instead of the knock on the door. Or what I saw last year, what I really liked, is they went to their hometowns because of COVID. Yeah. Masks on. Oh, they that's brought right. the crews. Yeah, like, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I don't know. They've got to come up with something. They can't make this just, hey, here you are at honors night and this is the class. Like, it's got to be bigger than that. I, I feel like it's got to be bigger than that so they can do the show after and everything. Like, that stuff's cool. Uh, but listen, bottom line is, I'm not going to lie to you here. I've been covering Tony at Super Bowls, and on that Saturday when there's a vote for whatever we're at now, five, six, seven, eight, seven years, I, I've been almost every one, uh, last year excluded, and we wait on that Saturday. And I would say about four of those Saturdays I thought he was getting in. Mm-hmm. Two years ago in Miami, when we were in Miami, I actually got like, it was weird. I think I told the story on here, but I was in the hotel, and it was taking a while. Like some people had already come out, the voters. And nobody had answers yet, and we hadn't heard from Tony yet, and we usually are, like, waiting to see and wait, wait, wait. And I was like, oh, this might be happening. Because there was a three offensive linemen that year. Correct. Uh, Hutchinson, I think, was one of them, and uh, Fanica and Tony. And, um, like, I, I seriously, for the first time covering it, I started to get, like, like this rush because okay. I was like, I hope we're going to do enough for this on TV. Like, yeah. I hope we're ready. Like, we're going on. Like, it's about to happen. Like, I, was, I, was, I remember the feeling because uh, sometimes when you know there's a big story, like, hey, you're like, hey we're going to break in. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And, and it didn't happen. So I was, like, really disappointed that year. Uh, but there have been other years where people around have said, hey, I think it's a really good chance, really good chance, really good chance. And, like, it didn't happen. And so I've gone a little numb on it. But I will say there, everybody I talk to, because, partly because of the offensive linemen that have already got in, and partly because last year, Tony, I think, had the longest conversation and debate out of anybody else. That I think um, the prevailing thought for real this is that he is going to get in. Mm-hmm. That's the prevailing thought. But let's be honest, it's a guess. Mm-hmm. I think it only takes like 10 people in the room to say no. And I know for a fact, because we've called him out, and I think we had him on, the guy from like the, I forget his name now, but one of the voters from New York, and he is stuck on the longevity part. Like, he won't budge. Well, now, unless they can get him to budge. Let's people, then. <laughs> hey, I'm here now. now guys like Terrell let's Davis. Kick, let's go, man. I'm in for things like that. Guys like Terrell saying, Davis dude. have helped six that. Six foot six over there. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see uh, if, if it happens. But we won't know. Basically, the vote was today. It's concluded. And now we hey. won't know until, um, I think that's uh, the 10th of February. So, hey. uh, a few weeks away. I'm just saying, if Action Sports Jacks wants to pay Casey and I to go to New York... Maybe find some of these people. Maybe, you know, I'm not saying do anything crazy, but maybe knock down a couple of doors. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to a couple of folks mm-hmm. and be like, hey. Get some pizza. Let's go get some pizza. Maybe some Tim's. 
Yeah, we'll see what the Tatum's. You know, it's 2022. But hey, maybe say maybe Trump invite Tony experience. invite Tony Baselli in the Hall of Fame, and if not, yeah, things could go the opposite way. I mean, Casey's six foot six. I'm six foot six. Brent, use your imagination. I I like this. Okay. Uh, I got a quick question for you guys. Do you think they're gonna? But one thing with the Hall of Fame. Do you think they're gonna leak it? Like, think it's gonna be like a leak comes out saying, oh, because yeah, oh, yeah. that would be the worst. No, they do a really, they, they actually do a really good job. Yeah, but things now, get depending leaked. on how this, like, there's a really good chance Tony knows uh, before he that night. Sure. Depending on how they do this, like, I don't know if they bring all ten out, fly them out, mm-hmm. or five out. And in the past, Tony's done like the game for the Super Bowl for Westwood One. Mm-hmm. I, and he's not doing that from is my understanding. So if he's like out in LA, there's a good chance that he was either a finalist or he's in. Like I don't know what that would mean. Mm-hmm. So I will say this though. A lot of times we'll know around like three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Okay. And they really want you to hold it off and eventually the leaks come out. Yeah. So yeah, I don't what I'm saying is I don't know if it will be leaked before Thursday that night. It okay. might be on Thursday, but I don't think it will be like next week. All right. Right? I don't think we'll know. I really it will take us until that week and probably that day to have a good feel for that it. That Saturday then would be. Uh Thursday. Thursday, I'm Thursday sorry. Thursday this year. All right, Casey. Well if it's not Thursday, then Friday we'll go to New York and do what we have to do. <laughs> I'm ready. Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> Flights book. Uh uh, thought about uh, Albert Breer said this Jaguars will conduct a second interview in Indianapolis with owner Shad Khan making the short trip over from his home in Illinois. Uh, Albert must be listening to the show because Everett Flus's defenses have been top 10 in takeaways and against the run all four of his years with the Colts. Yeah. And I think that's I think that right there that sentence is why Everett Flus is in the mix and getting a second interview uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars for their coaching vacancy. Takeaways have been a problem. Quite frankly stopping the run has well, been a problem. He's a good defensive coordinator. He is. Yeah. yeah. Can he be a good head coach? And is he the right fit right now? I How not is he? high on my list, like the fifty-one. Okay. Um, so what was what was the question? Uh, the question I was going to ask you guys real quick before we get to South Beach Gary is, I, I see that like uh, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore are doing a lot of interviews for the same teams. If you're a fan base of a team, and I know each one different, defense coordinator of, but just uh, this one. Mm-hmm. If you had, if you were picking between Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, wouldn't you you, you would want? Who am I taking? Yeah. Dan Quinn. Oh, I thought you'd go Kellen Moore. I'll also go Dan Quinn. Really? In the situation, I mean, he's been a coach before. Because of that? Yeah. 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 If they were a little more established as a team, then maybe take a shot on Kellen Moore might not be a bad idea. Okay. You bring, you're you okay bringing that defense back? What's, what defense? 28 the, to 3. Yeah. The but no, he, the, he, well, they run like the cover three stuff. Right? Well, I'm also okay bringing a guy that can actually, when he coaches the team, won't get checked at a rated R movie. So I like Dan Quinn there. Kellen Moore. You seen Kellen Moore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, guys getting carded at gas stations, I guarantee it. By the way, I had somebody. Guy can't walk in and get a case. I'll tell you that right now. I had somebody tell me in the last few weeks that Dan Quinn, he's never seen anybody better in the room, like in the locker room, and the players gravitate toward a coach like Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. And I think that word has gone around yeah. and given him an opportunity quickly. And of course, their defense has been very good. Yeah. But still, I mean, and it's actually his record in Atlanta wasn't that bad. Second, his record, they were just, they might have got rid of him too early. Mm-hmm. You can make the case mm-hmm. uh, that they did that. Uh, let's bring South Beach Gary in real quick before we break. What's happening, man? Good afternoon, guys. A couple of things. Remember they presented Jimmy right there on the set, on the Fox set last Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and the other thing, Brian, you were talking about Peyton Manning writing letters. What it was is guy, a players that he plays against that were retiring, he would write him a personal letter congratulating them on, on their career and their retirement and the, the best of luck in the future. That, 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 that's where uh, 
what Peyton was doing. Yeah. Well, th- thanks a lot, Peyton. Yeah. <laughs> still, still waiting for mine, dude. <laughs> Not all players, apparently, Sad, South Beach Gary. Yeah, you, you, you have time to, to talk to The Rock for 45 minutes, but you can't even write me an email. That's cool, dude. Handwritten letter. Whatever, man. I'll take an email. This, hey, I'll take a text emoji at this point for Peyton, man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. So he didn't say every player. Apparently not. Now, Andrew Luck should certainly send you an, a letter. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, it's hey, one of your sacks. And, and Andrew Luck did enough, though, because he he called me a couple curse words, which he never did. So that that's more honor than any letter could be. Who are your sacks? Again, Drew Brees, Jay Cutler, oh. Andrew Luck. Those are I, good dude, sacks. That's a good sacks. The best part is when I knocked Jay Cutler's helmet off and then got in his face. Yeah. 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 Those are good sacks. Have you ever seen uh, Austin's moment from the uh, Senior Bowl? No. Google it. Score a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah. you should. We played that a couple years ago. Oh, did you? On TV. Cool. Uh, by the way, those see, I want letters from those guys. From who? The three that you sacked. Jay Cutler, Drew Brees. Oh, I got or you. Here, I got a better I idea. I like Tyson and De- uh, for my team. Hey, producing the show live. Mm-hmm. How about we write a letter to them? Oh, How about we good. send Jay Cutler the picture of his helmet popping off saying, can you please sign this? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. even better. There we go. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do that. We might have to do that. Then I can ask what happened with uh, Tommy Loren or whatever. <clears throat> oh, they were dating, supposedly. Jay Color? Yeah. But, hey. Hey, it's top 40, so don't worry about it. But the whole time we uh, we do that segment uh, and we write the letter, I'm yeah. going to have a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You see what happened before it? He tried to trip me. I ain't no basketball play. So I reacted. And then he was grabbing my jersey, and I'm telling him to get off me, and he still grabbing my jersey. Like, for what? Uh, I ain't going for none of that, though. I don't do none of that pushing and shoving either, so. I let, you know, whatever else happened after that happen, but, yeah. I should know what this is, right? Uh, or do you know? Somebody should know. I was guessing yeah. that was whoever, like, that was a Grayson Allen, like, tripping thing, but I can't remember who the player might have been. Just to be clear, you're not guessing that was Grayson Allen. No, no, it's not Got Grayson Allen. Got some in his voice. Was that uh, was John Morant? Yeah. Oh, it was John, John Morant. Morant. I, I don't know. He had a, he's, he's got some bass in his voice now. Yeah. Was he talking about Grayson? No, no. Avery Bradley. No. Oh, 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 oh. It's going, going to give you a point, too, by the way. That is a good guess, good. though. Well, what was it a guess? I mean, no, I, I'm talking about like who was likely to trip somebody. Oh now. gosh. <laughs> well, not only that, because I thought he was bringing it up because Duke's playing Florida State tonight. Oh, uh, that would have been smart. Little deduction on my part, you yeah. know. Um, that's what I do. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I've been doing it for three weeks trying to cover this coaching search. Yeah. Some agree with my deduction, some others don't. Um, the uh, the game is tonight, by the way, sold out. Talk. Yeah. Duke's good. good. Should it? You think you give Florida State a chance here? Playing really well. Yeah. Three, three in a row, and five of six. Yeah. I don't played know. all teams that were better than them recently. Yeah, he gets some cooking, man. He gets starts finding a groove. I, I think Duke's a little too talented for him, probably. I mean, they are more talented. I, that's they obvious, are. but uh, it might be a little bit too much. We'll see, though. Get the home crowd. It always helps. It'll be, it should be fun. Good atmosphere. You can listen to the game tonight on ESPN 690, by the way. Uh, if you're uh, running around doing some errands out and about, uh, flip on ESPN 690. You can listen to some of that game, see how the Knolls are doing against Duke. Uh, coverage starts at 830. 
ESPN 690 home of the Florida State Seminoles football and basketball. Brent Morton, no Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday. I'm trying to... I had an idea. <laughs> oh, okay. What? I thought you were going to do the, the Eberflus. Oh, no, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. I can't find Eberflus. trying to... Yeah. It's like 12 or 8 degrees of I separation am. or whatever. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, one thing... I'll tell you one thing. 80% of the coaches that make it in life are from the state of Ohio. Yeah. It is unbelievable... Yeah. How many coaches come out of Ohio? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Especially in the NFL, but even like college ranks. But Dang. especially in the NFL. I didn't know Balky's from Rosendale, Wisconsin. Well, ah, now you lead me into something. I got an yeah. idea. By the way, smaller than my hometown, which is insane. I got uh-huh. an idea. What do you got? Hometown trip. To go see where Balky grew up? Like in the next couple of weeks? To go see where Balky grew up? Yeah. Seriously? You, well, <laughs> you, you know what happens. What's going on? When I go on the hometown trip, yeah, you might get what you want, fans. He's hinting that. Remember where we went last year? Oh, I got you. I mean, you're the one that plays the sucks. Well, is it wrong though? <laughs> I mean, it might be. Is, is it wrong? I, I, I mean, mean, Trevor's still the quarterback. Looks good in that last game. Okay, that was almost a year anniversary now, of being in his hometown. No, he, he he looked good. Was he the best rookie quarterback of the year though? No. Second best? Just to be clear, is it only Trevor and Urban that you've been to? No. Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee. Mm -hmm. Ah, That probably has two catches since then. Yep. Did you see Didi's hometown? No. Did didn't you? Okay. No, no. Okay. Who else? You do this more. I mean, if you want me to go to like a bar in (laughs) Rosendale, I was asking. Where's the the pickle? I don't think Rosendale even has a bar. This place is tiny. That's unfortunate. Is it Rosendale people. or Rosendale? I don't know. Rosendale? I'm not, I would I, say Rosendale, but I don't know. Here's the thing. I've never heard of it. You know, Trent went to Bemidji State. Trent Bulky did? Yeah. I probably went to Bemidji State. The is it Beavers? Is it Eberflus? No. <laughs> Can't say it. He went to Bemidji State, though, huh? I think it's like the Beavers or something. Uh, yeah, they're recruiting me for football. What, what, what year was, there? The what, what year was he there? Oh, no. They're the Beavers. What uh, year was Eberflus in Bemidji? No, no, no! I didn't say ever. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was kidding. I was oh, kidding. No, I, you, I said Bulky went to Bemidji. Oh, did he really? Yeah, not ever. Okay, what Bulky. was Bulky? What was he at Bemidji? Just he went there for school, or he was like on the football team? Uh, he never occurred to me. Maybe, maybe I've had my own. No, 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 no. Yeah, he was just a, he went there. He didn't. Okay. He never scouted or coached there. Gotcha. Okay. Wouldn't that have been funny? He started God. with the Jets, went to the Redskins, San Francisco, all the way to the Jets. Well, he had to start in college someplace. Currently the general manager of the Jags, if you didn't know. Gotcha. Good to know. Yeah, I don't know if he played. I mean, I'm assuming he played college, uh, college football at Michigan State. Okay. Well, All right. It's been a time and a half, Brent. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Go back and listen to Action Sports Jacks podcast on uh, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 or the YouTube channel. Uh, we will see you tonight on TV as well. And don't forget, ESPN 690 FSU Duke. We can talk about that one tomorrow. It's a 9 o'clock tip, 8.30 coverage right here on ESPN 690. Have a good night. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big